Hey everybody, this is your boy John, and as always, this is the Geeks from the Multiverse podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about some geeky stuff for our geeky chat that we're going to be doing, which is now the second time we're going to be doing this, but stay tuned. Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of Geeks from the Multiverse. I am Matt, co-host with John. What's up, y'all? And if you guys are listening to us on Spotify, which I know 60% of you are, um, if you're listening to us on Apple, you can also follow, but click that follow button. You know, you can also give us a rating if you click on the stars and share it out to your friends. You know, we have our own social circles, but you have yours. So... The more you share it out, the more we can get more geeks involved. So help us out. Share it out. That's right, man. I mean, you know, when we look at our social groups, I mean, look, I'm, I'm good friends with Matt. You know, we, we do talk. We, I mean, granted, there are some times where Matt thinks I need to talk to him like never because he doesn't always want to respond to me. But, you know, again, it's helpful when you guys like, you know, for example, like email us, right? So you know, we're going to talk about this one gentleman in a minute, but like, it's great when you guys actually reach out to us because there's yeah, other ideas yeah. that you might have, you know, and there's other things that we may not have seen or we, you know, we do or whatever, you know, but it's nice to hear from you guys. So we're going to, we're going to go with this email real quick. So my cousin, Jeff, you know, he, this is the second time he's actually messaged the both of us. I'm not going to go word for word on this, but I'll basically kind of give you like a rundown. Yeah. So. You know, he he basically says, you know, hey, I'm spreading the word on your podcast and to my other geeky friends, you know, hoping your followers and subscribers will increase. And they're like, that's great, you know, and we you know, appreciate that, Jeff. We we do. And, you know, and, and it's nice to see that, you know, he wants to hear more from us each week. You know, and actually the interesting thing is like now he's going into like, you know, different topics. Right. So like it's a different topic idea. So like this one right here, it says, you know, do you think the Predator alien producers should have a true humans versus alien versus predator movie. Now I, I think Matt and I can probably, you know, probably maybe agree on this a little bit. You know, we could say that, yes, it'd be nice to see, you know, how humans predators it'd and be, aliens be. Yeah. It would be nice to see, but it needs to be different than what we've already seen because that's already have, you know, it already was a thing. Right. And I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, it's hard to probably capture all that. Like you literally would have to like build it up just like you did with predators and then aliens and so forth. See, I, I, you know, thinking about this and I thought about this today, if it was to happen in a realistic way, I could see them doing like kind of what they did in alien versus predator where, you know, predators are doing their, you know, yearly ritual or however often they do that where they're, you know, setting up the xenomorphs with human subjects so that they can basically try to battle their way through hordes of aliens. And with all of that happening, if you had another crew of humans that were sort of like a crew like the Expendables, right? Like 
you have these really elite um, soldiers who hunt predators. And now they're kind of in that situation where they're, they're hunting a predator or predators and not realizing that there's also xenomorphs there too, which kind of creates that tension of, holy crap, this is unfolding really quickly. <laughs> you know? I mean, you know, when you... I feel like when you're looking at it as a whole, to really kind of define, you know, what you could see in a movie like that, especially with like the humans, like going after like aliens and predators at the same time. I mean, we already know that, you know, we've both talked about how predators and aliens, they they're both different in their own rights. And yeah, yeah, you know, that aliens are more like the, I'd say the virus, you know, and then like, Predators are, you know, they're. You can go back to those episodes. Right, right, right. If but you really but, want to learn about what I'm. What I'm trying to say is, is yeah, like, yeah. if humans were going against both of them at the same time, it doesn't fare well for humans. No, we're, we're they're screwed. Plain and simple. I mean, it, at the end of the day, and I mean, honestly, yeah. I mean, there have been a couple of video games. You know, I'm playing one now. That's you know, it's the monthly, you know, November monthly PlayStation free game, um, Aliens, Fireteam Elite. Where that's basically, I mean, you're not going against predators, but you're basically going in and annihilating aliens. Like, that's the whole game. So, I mean, I can see where this would take place, but that's why I'm saying, like, you would really need, like, that elite kind of military crew to be hunting predators. Because, you know, predators are not going to go after someone that's weaker than them. So, you have to go with somebody who's going to be a force that the predator has to go on the offensive against right i mean so like you would have to get like really like special forces kind of like your ranger like you'd have to get really talented individuals that know exactly how to do more and they like, probably still have a 20 percent chance of right. actually winning this no battle. you're absolutely right i mean because literally you would need like basically weapons of mass destruction to even come close to even destroying them but as we move forward, because I know we could talk about that for days. Yeah, there, I mean, there's another, you know, idea that he presented, which I think is more interesting than the second one. Um, he basically, like, asked this question of, you know, if a face, he says sucker, but it's actually a hugger. Sorry, Jeff. Um, if a face hugger got onto a Jedi, would the xenomorph then have, you know, force like abilities that it can't control but can use randomly because it has a lower intelligence and it's an interesting concept and i think you know yes from what you know i at least i know about xenomorphs in the alien franchise they take on the physical characteristics of the of the host that they implant i mean True, but I mean, it'd be unique in a way where, you know... You're not training a, a, an alien to no, use no, 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 but what I'm saying is is that... I mean, it would be interesting. It would be very interesting if you could find a way to do that, but you'd it have would, to find a way to control, it would like, be control pure, the mind. Yeah, it would be pure instinct, I think. And I kind of bring it back to the super fight that I had with you. Oh, here we go. With the Bride of Frankenstein who used the Force. I think it's a similar scenario where... Because Bride of Frankenstein was brought to life with a dead brain, I don't think you're going to teach the Bride of Frankenstein how to use the Force or have the patience 
to spend that long teaching her. No, I, I, I agree. I, I think, agree on that. I think it's going to be pure instinct. And we know from xenomorphs that they learn from doing and they learn from seeing. So if they know somebody's coming around a certain corner, they're, they might not anticipate it the first time, but the second time someone comes around that corner, they're already going to learn and be right where they need to be. So I think it's possible that if they can use the force and they can use like force, like abilities like push or lightning, it's going to just burst at random times whenever they feel threatened or, you know what I mean? Like it, it, it's yeah. going to come out in random times. But I think that with muscle memory and other things, like they may be able to replicate what they did before. You know what I mean? So I think it, it's possible. It just would have to be really well, well, like well thought out. Yeah. And I mean, like, you know, as we all know with the writer strikes, which actually, I don't know if they're even still existed now. The actor strike, well, they, the writers when they, they ended theirs a little while ago, but the actor, oh, the actor strike is actually over now. Oh, I, I thought the writer strike was just like this big encompassing, like just with writers and actors and everybody just kind of coming together. But that's what I thought. No, the the writers and the actors were separate because um, they're they're two separate unions. But the the writers have gone have been working, I think, for a couple months now. And oh. the right the actor strike just ended. I think either this month or the end of last month. So I guess the real question is, did they actually get what they want? As far as the actors, I think the studios went above and beyond, is what I read. But for the writers, I believe for the writers, they got what they were asking for too. I mean, they wouldn't have gone oh, back more to money. Work. Yeah. Because <laughs> that was well, basically I mean, what it was. It was protections from AI, which the actors were also fighting for, you know, residuals and stuff like that. Like, like the crappy Disney writers need more money to write the crap that they're writing. <laughs> I mean, we've already talked about this before, but no, what I was saying is, is like, you know, you'd have to make a really good story. Like you'd have to make sure that it was well-written it made sense. There was a story behind it. That's why even like in the first question too, you'd have to make a really good story out of it because if not, guess what? Jet, chat GBT, guess what? <laughs> we'll be hooking you up real quick uh, with some, you know, ideas here, but yeah. And, and I think, you know, the, the Jedi, you know, um, Xenomorph idea is interesting. And I think, yes, if you do create a good story, I do 100% think it's, it's your instinct. And, whether they're going to use force or not use the force, it's kind of up to nature, I guess, at that point. Well, I mean, you're right. I mean, it, it all depends on how they write it and how they want to present it. But again, another story for yes, another yes. day. But thank you, Jeff, for, for emailing us. And I did add you on PlayStation. So, you know, if you do see me on, you can at least start a party chat and we can chat while we game. Um, but I do thank you. And you guys should definitely email us or send us a message. Send us like these ideas because we will talk about them during our show. Right. And, and like we've said before, like when we hear from you guys, I mean, it, it, it inspires us to maybe try to do other ideas down the road. And, you know, it, it, we've already agreed. I mean, granted, we've only had one guest on the show, which I will at some point need to talk about because there are some, you know, people I've been wanting to, you know, try to get on, but the point is, is that at some point, you know, when we get, you know, more people on the show and other things like that, we'll have to be able to, you know, be 
be mindful of like how we can also present other ideas as well. So like when, when somebody's on a show with us, I'm hoping that they'll give us more ideas. So that way we can, you know, we can start writing this stuff down. You know, we've, we've already have a lot of ideas already and we've already had, you know, pretty much all the way up until our one year, basically anniversary that we're already close to, you know, being at. But like after that, I mean, I'm not saying we can't think of any more ideas, but there will be a time where we're like, Hey guys, anybody? Hello. <laughs> you know, we're just yeah. kind of here, but, um, you know, I would say moving forward, you know, again, we, we appreciate everything you guys do. And when it comes now to our merch store, because we have talked about this before, but we have, you know, Matt, I will admit has been very creative as of lately. Okay. Like he's been thinking of a lot of ideas and, you know, I will, I will give him credit for that. You know, he's done a lot of work regarding this. So thanks bro. You know, no problem. So like, again, so like, for example, we've talked about that, you know, we were going to look at Christmas merch, which we do have. And we did switch the, the store over from, you know, the, the printify location that we were using online to Etsy. Right. And the reason for that is because with printify, it's kind of iffy. So like if nobody were, goes there and nobody looks at the stuff, well, so no, it's not even, on, well, the, the, well, the problem was, is like, I know that some people were talking about, like they would try to order something and then it would, it was a little rough. I mean, that. it might still be a little rough on Etsy. Like I haven't ordered anything from that storefront, but it just gets more visibility. Like our store is right there. You can actually search for us and follow our store there. Um, but everything is, is, is there. And all right. We're just really using printify as more of like a, like a, manufacturer really just like to have them push it out and then it would go right to Etsy anyways. So it doesn't matter which way you look at it. So yeah. you'll, you'll still get the products, but you know, part of what it, the Christmas products were, you know, we're looking at ornaments. We're looking at stockings where we had a t-shirt as well. And a, pin. Uh, and a pin, the pin matches the, you know, the Christmas logo, which is wrapped in Christmas lights. Right. And like, even in the Halloween one, I know there's like, you know, some bats flying around. It's like orange and purple a little bit. I mean, this one's more, you know, green, red, little, I don't know if it's like blue a little bit or. Yeah. I mean, there's, the lights are all different, you know, yellows, blues, reds. Um, and there's a little green Christmas hat on the G, um, you know, kind of making it fun. Um, I mean, one of, I will admit though, one of the, the ideas I really liked, which I'm going to do a little shout out to one of my old buddies at, uh, my previous job, um, Tony, if you're listening, the reason why I'm saying this is because you know, the, the whole make America geeky again, like, yep. you know, he gave me that idea, which I appreciate, you know, I but wasn't sold on it. I know you weren't sold on it, but I mean, I will say that once you, once you had the idea, once you looked it on a piece of paper, yeah, once I had it in Photoshop and once I put it together and I was like, you know what, I don't want to put geeky in that same font as, you know, the make America. No, I understand. I mean, it was so, more of like a, like a parody thing, but like, yeah, yeah. it was, you gotta admit though, it looked I, pretty good. I do dig it. And if you guys haven't seen it, go to our store. It's it's right there. There's a pin and a shirt, which what I'm trying to do in the future is when we do come up with a new design, it's going to be a pin and a shirt. So there's, I think, like five or six pins now altogether. Wow. I didn't even know that. Okay. Maybe I have to start looking at that t-shirt or the, the store now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a bunch. Every, pretty much every, every of the shirts that we have has a, a coordinating pin. So like the geeky by nature, um, the one that I'm wearing, which is the Game Boy type shirt. I don't think I have a pin for this one yet. I don't think you do. I but the, I made one for the code. Oh, I didn't know that you made one for the code. Okay. Um, 
and you know obviously halloween christmas our logo so there's there's a bunch of pins and they're only seven bucks which is really really cheap right i mean you know i've i've seen it go higher but i mean you know looking at you know what we're trying to produce in their stores so like their t-shirts like you know, potentially probably more, you know, down the line, more hoodies and more like things like that, depending on what we're trying to do. Um, you know, but overall, I mean, you know, we're again, I give Matt credit. I mean, cause he's done a lot of t-shirt designs. He's done a lot of this stuff. And I mean, you know, we're, we're trying to make it as affordable as it can because we look guys and gals, the economy sucks. Okay. We understand that I, yeah. it's a, it's a struggle. Okay. We're trying to make it easy. So that way, for example, maybe one day, like we've been joking around with this, we'll actually donate money to different, you know, charities or organizations or something like that. Because we understand that, yes, we, we could become millionaires maybe one day if we ever got that much money. But like, we're not trying to think like that. We're trying to be like, hey, you know what? We have this money. Let's do something with it. You know, we'll make some money off of it, of course, because we need to live. We need to be able to afford all this yeah. stuff. But like... Yeah. You know, we need to be able to be like, hey, we want to donate back to the communities. That's why we're trying to do this. And so, you know, don't think that we're, like I said, we're not like money, you know, monglers. And we're like, yeah, I was going to get all the money. Man, I really don't like this bike right now. I'm telling you. It just, it, that's not like me right now. Anyways, it's just, it's so frustrating when we can't give back to the community. Because yeah, yeah. I would love to go back and be like, hey, man. I'd love to give you my $2.50 that we have at our account right now, but, you know, we kind of need that for other things. Yeah, and this is where, you know, you guys can help us out. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure, you know, John mirrors what I'm about to say because we don't want to just be like, hey, buy our products, buy our products, buy our products. Like, that's not what we're about. But I do have to say, like, by you buying something from our store, one, you're you're getting a you know obviously if you get just our logo t-shirt that's not really that stylish to be honest john but look I, 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 yeah i'm working on it all right i'm i, I'm, I can I say though the geeky by nature which is the one that i had you know i bought and i'm wearing the you know the more of the game lad because we can't use game boy in our in our whatever yeah so you can't you can't unfortunately stupid copyrights but you know when i've worn the geeky by nature Every single time I've worn it, people like walk up to me and tell me how great the shirt is. So it's just, it's really, really cool. And they're really great designs. And I'm not just trying to like inflate my ego here, but they're really creative designs. And some of them are legitimately like funny. Like the Windows error to me is funny. Right. I mean, and again, that's the whole geeky, you know, nerdy kind of style of what we've been trying to, you know, produce here. Yeah, like, yeah. it's not just, you know, I mean, granted, yeah, some of the ideas that actually, I'll, I'll name one. Okay. Matt just came up with like a, at least an idea. Run D&D. Yeah. Like the run DMC logo. Right. Right. But like, you know, just run D&D. Yeah. So like my favorite one. Yes. And this one's a little raunchy. Okay. I'm just going to throw it out there. We did. It's, it's not a, it's not an actual official one yet. It's the, you know, the, the rating that you were talking about, but like, no, in this case, it'll say GFY. <laughs> now, what does that mean, John? You know, <laughs> you know, I don't really like when you do that, Matt. So oh, I know that's I, why I, do I hope, I would hope that if you don't, for at least the adult listeners, I hope you know this, but for kids, 
use your imagination. I'm not going to explain really. I'm, I I will be good on this one, Matt. I, I will, what, what do they call it? It's, a, it's an anagram, it's, right? Uh, yeah, it's yeah. go, you know, fly yourself. Yes, go fly yourself. Um, something like that, yes. Is it a three-letter word or a four-letter word, John? What? The the F in the... Oh, the F. Uh, um, again, you have to use your imagination, <laughs> you know, but... No, but, yeah, I mean, we do have a, you know, I coming up with ideas like there are some ideas that obviously work and some that don't, you know, I, I, I wanted to kind of do a, another design that was, you know, just saying the word geek, but it was like Scrabble letters. Like, I think that that's kind of cool. The one that I don't think really works, I, I was working on like a, a Wu-Tang plan, like type of letter, but it was going to say G with geeks kind of in that center spot yeah, you know but yeah does it translate no it really i mean i'm looking at it and it doesn't really translate but i mean there are, there are some designs that like we're thinking of um you know we're obviously not going to just put up 20 different shirts in a day but you know we're we're trying to come up with with designs that we think you know geeks would be looking for and be like hey that's really cool like i wanted to do kind of like that insert coin box Right, on a shirt, which would be kind of cool. Right, I mean, you know, for example, I mean, we kind of, you know, when Matt actually designed the the jerseys for really the, um, like, football in general, right? So I mean, we're not just sticking to just, you know, really the geeky kind of side of that, you know, the house wheel that we're we're doing, but like, you know, kind of branching off to like, let's say other other things because Matt will have to get over this, and I'm going to say this: besides football, there are other sports, my friend. Hey, no, you may not agree with it, but there are other sports. So even if there's a basketball jersey in the future, <clears throat> then I will be doing that. I will design that one. But I'm just saying that only, there are other things. Only drug dealers were. Okay. You know drugs. what? You know what? You and your drug dealers, my <laughs> friend. I don't know where you're getting this. But anyways, I'm just saying, like, there are other things that we could do as well. But, like, you know, getting your guys's, like we've already said, getting your guys's input, getting these things on paper. Yeah. You know, this helps us because there are things that we can think about all day long. And if you want any of the designs that are on shirts, but there's not a hoodie, that can easily be remedied. Right. And I can make, literally just put that design on a hoodie. Like, and call it a day. And for in five minutes. So if there is a design that you go to our store and you're like, man, I really wish Geeky by Nature was a hoodie. Guess what? I can make that happen. You know what, Matt? I think you should. I think you should just do it tonight. Um, but the thing is, more importantly than you just like, hey, give me your 20 bucks, because obviously we're not getting 20 bucks. I, Hell, we don't even have 20 bucks in the account, but, <laughs> but more importantly, like with the, you know, wanting us wanting to donate some of the money, like, yeah, honestly, like if we were businessmen, which we're clearly not, no, we're, we're terrible at this right now. Um, we would take 100% of the profits and apply them to our podcast, apply them to, you know, getting in hand merch so that we can sell it ourselves and not go through Printify, but the 10% that we want to give is something that John and I are passionate about. And this is something that you guys can help us with and actually partner with us. And you know, at the end of the day, you get a cool shirt on top of the fact that, you know, you're giving to organizations that help other people, like whether it's addiction or veterans or, you know, a couple episodes from now, we're going to be talking about geek therapy which is right. a nonprofit organization 
that actually helps mental health professionals better relate to people within that geek culture. Right. And I mean, you know, one of the, actually, just ironically enough, since I'm wearing this shirt, the Till Valhalla project, I mean, you know, my, my dad and um, my stepmom, they, they wear all the, the different, you know, clothing from them and, you know, they're members of it and everything else, but like, they have a really good message. I really like their, you know, their style of things and they've helped out a lot of people, but like, you know, stuff like that, you know, whether it's NAMI, whether it's, you know, really whatever it is, um, you know, we want to be able to give back because again, we've already mentioned that. I couldn't remember how many times we've mentioned this, but like, we're, yeah. we're just two dudes yeah, we, talking on a mic and we're just trying to give back to the best we can because we don't want to just be geek culture. We don't want to just be, you know, entertainment. We want to do something that gives back and you guys can play a role in that by helping us to buy merch. You know, a lot of the shirt that I'm wearing, the Game Boy one, it's 15 bucks on our store. Right. And I mean, you look at it, some of the other shirts, I mean, yeah, it's probably either 15, 20 bucks, if that. I mean, you can buy a pin for seven bucks. You know, every one of those purchases adds to the amount that we're going to be able to give when it comes that time when we have enough to actually give that's more than just $2.40. I only joke because you know? that's roughly how much it is right now. It's actually $3.40. Oh, sorry. Now, you gained a dollar. My bad. We sorry. gained a dollar. That's great. But no, I, I mean. got a dollar. All right. But let's, <laughs> we, we got a little something. Yeah, yeah. We got the true story of Thanksgiving. So, Matt, what did you think that the first thanksgiving was truly about like before we go into this like what do you think it was really about do you think it was like nice and all you know like they're all kumbaya kind of thing or i don't do you think, think it was like, kumbaya i think it was probably more like white people and indians hunting each other for many many years so are you saying like it's like the disney effect like you know what i'm saying like so they they take a story like the little mermaid and it's really like horrific and then they just go they disney it you know, and they make it all nice and pretty because of like what's Where, going like, on. Where like the the Little Mermaid is actually a monster and kills everybody, but they right. make the little you know the Little Mermaid that's like redhead. Like, yeah, and it's all yeah, nice and pretty. Nice, and she gets legs and she walks right. around on land. But we teach our culture that Thanksgiving is like you know it's like you know we're grateful, we're kumbaya. Yeah, it's like, you know together. a couple a couple you know some pilgrims, you know they're God fearing and they don't harm anybody. All right. they want to do is plant stuff in the ground. And, and then the Indians teach them. And they're them kind of idiots and they don't know how to do it. So, you know, these friendly Native Americans come and they help them plow the land and plant these crops. And at the end of the day, they're all sitting at a table and they're breaking bread and they're talking. And no, I don't think any, <laughs> I don't think any of that was actually true. That happened. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm glad we're on the same page yeah, yeah. because, yes, folks, uh, unfortunately, that was actually not what was happening at that time. It was not kumbaya and let's, no, let's have a, was a feast together. Kumbaya. So, so, you know, there, I'm going to probably throw a lot of facts at you guys. Um, and I apologize because sometimes I, I don't always like throwing out facts, but these are actually historical things and not just talking, me talking about like, you know, the Matrix and Terminator or. Zero. We're not going down that rabbit hole, man. Please um, don't. <laughs> but the Mayflower did, in fact, bring settlers from England to land, which they colonized and renamed Plymouth. So that that part of the story is at least factual. Well, of course it is. Um, 1621, the pilgrims did hold a three-day feast, which was attended by members of the Wampanoag tribe. So The Wampanoag? The Wampanoag. 
Um, however, when these settlers had what they referred to as a Thanksgiving observance, they didn't eat. They actually fasted. So it was kind of the opposite of what we think, like, oh, it's Thanksgiving. No, no, no. They, they gave thanks and fasted. You know, it's, it, what is, what is, um, I don't remember what it's called. Is it, oh, Lent. That's what I'm thinking. It's, it's more like their Lent back then. Yeah, and then the, the feast and celebration was known as rejoicing. So that came after, like, their fasting and praying. Um, what's actually, you know, being viewed as the first Thanksgiving is, from what I read, is, is really up for debate. Some experts say it's one thing. Some others say it's another thing. I'm sure if you talk to the Native Americans, they have a whole different story. I'm going to say that they're going to have a whole nother. Yeah, they have a whole different story. Um, but not surprising when, you know, the settlers did come to what they colonized as Plymouth, Mass. Native Americans have been on the land for centuries. Well, of course. That was their homeland. That was literally the entire United States was technically the Native Americans' land. Yeah, so their, their story obviously predates this, like, feast. And... When Europeans became, you know, began coming to what's known as the United States, um, they carried the illnesses and the bacteria and the diseases that were, you know, basically in, in Europe or wherever they were coming from, basically. Like, they had illnesses that Native Americans have not experienced. They don't have, like, the antibodies. They don't have protection anything not only that i mean technically the native americans also used like different herbs and different things that they would use medicinally in in you know right they didn't have medicine they didn't have the medicine 1621 i'm well, sure the medicine no. was was pretty rough anyways but i mean luckily at that time they didn't know what cocaine or anything like that was at that time i'm just saying because yeah, i mean they didn't they just didn't have the natural immunities that the europeans would have had because of the sheer exposure that the europeans had living in those bigger cities Right. No, I, yeah, no, yeah, I, I understand what you're saying on that, but. So, you know, obviously, like, it made it easier for the, the, the colonizers to take over Native American land because of how many people were dying from these new illnesses that they, created, they don't have medicine well, for. Well, not, well, right, and they didn't create it, but more just like saying, oh, here you go, here's the flu. You don't know what that is, but it's okay, and you'll basically die from it. It's fine. And. The, the caveat to all of this, too, was the, the colonizers didn't come just to, you know, settle on land. They also came to obtain more slaves. So who do you think that those slaves became, John? Native Americans, because that's who was there. Well, no, right, but I'm just saying, so I'm just going to throw it out there, okay? I'm not going to try to start any, you know, fights here, but... Slavery isn't just for one race. I'm only no, going to say I that mean, in general if because... If you look up the history of slavery, there were, there were actually African-Americans who had African-Americans in slavery. Well, not actually, no, it was more Africans who would enslave their own people. That, as, that, that's, that's what, what I'm saying. Like, well, no, were, you said African-Americans. Well, you know what I'm saying. Well, but, no, but not only that. I mean, you look at Irish, you look at Polish, you look at everyone else in the world. Yeah, They've yeah. enslaved each other. I mean, you look at the Romans. I mean, they enslaved themselves. I mean, yeah. what I'm saying is it's, slavery is not just the, one race. The slave trade was huge, obviously, back then. And 
lot of these, you know, colonizers, settlers, whatever you want to call them, the amount of slaves that you have dictated your place in society. I mean, back then, yes, absolutely. That was what they did. That was how they, you know, the more that they had and the more that they could, you know, let's say more land. Man, I, this mic, I'm telling you, I'm only going to say this once. Just stop moving your hands. Bro. I'm sorry. I like moving my <laughs> hands. But anyways, no, but my thing is, is like, as you know, back then, especially like, you know, in like, you know, the Southern colonies and stuff like that, they had more slaves because yeah, they had plantations. They had other things going on. I mean, granted, they didn't have all that quite yet, Yeah, but they would eventually, unfortunately. But And you have to understand too, like Native Americans wouldn't have just, you know, bowed down and said, hey, I'll be your slave now. This is probably like years of fighting. Oh yeah, no, this wasn't them, like a them conquering like Native American tribes and, and going in there and and slaughtering. I mean, if I hate saying it, but look at the story of Pocahontas and in that I'm just saying the true story of Pocahontas. You mean the Disney version? No, 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 no. I'm talking the <laughs> actual version of Pocahontas. That's all I got to say is, is it is not even close to what you think. Right. Um. So. The newly settled, you know, Europeans, um, they didn't invite Native Americans to their feast. What the story of what actually happened was the leader of the Wampanoag tribe declared a, an alliance with the settlers, and then members of the tribe were showing up as a mutual defense pact. Um, but the reason why the the Native Americans actually went there in the first place was the settlers were shooting off their guns. And the Native Americans thought that they were in trouble. You know, it, it kind of reminds me of like, you know, how we go, yeehaw, you know, you know, like we just like throw our guns up and like we're celebrating, we're doing yeah. like, like we, yeah, yeah. you know, we won the war, like we did whatever. It's like, you know, for them back then, they're like, oh, crap, uh, <laughs> do, are we, what's going on here? Like, you know, are we going to be attacking? Are we not going to be attacking? Like what's going on? I mean, obviously they were celebrating, you know what I mean? So no, but like I said, but for them, like they don't have that technology. So they're kind of like, okay, what do we do? Do we show up? Do we not so show up? Or they, Well, they did show up. So no, they, no, no, but like that, yeah. that's probably what their thought process was because like if they, let's say they didn't show up, I mean, granted, I would hope they'd be running like a thousand miles the other direction, but like, you know, if they, you know, like, you don't know what to expect back then. I mean, if they, if they clearly knew that, you know, it could be one way or the other, you know, what would you do, man? I mean, if, let's say you were an Indian, you know, Native American, you know, would you run away or would you like go I mean, it's different because I know what guns are and I know what they well, sound okay, like. I'm so, saying, I mean, obviously I'm if I hear saying. people shooting off guns, I'm not going to go, hey, they sound like a fun guy. A fun <laughs> no, gang of people. no, what I'm saying is, is like back then it's like you, if you didn't really know what that was, I mean, it's one of those things. Hearing, you know, hearing gunfire and hear, you know, hearing those loud noises, obviously like they must have gone and checked it out. And that's where they kind of declared that, you know, that alliance. But, you know, they did end up spending three days together and they joined the feast, which again, like we said earlier, like the feast wasn't them eating. It was them fasting and praying. And the coming together, like it, it's not warm and fuzzy, like you would learn in school. Like the tribes were fighting all the time between the settlers and the colonizers, the native, like there was always fighting. Of course there was. It's just like our today's society. I mean, there's no way around it. I mean, if think about it, if they had social media back then, 
trust me, they would not be any friendlier than what we're doing yeah. nowadays. So a lot of these like these celebrations that were happening with the colonizers were because of the massacres of the Native American people. You know, one in particular is 1637 when Massachusetts colony governor John Winthrop declared a day of Thanksgiving after volunteers murdered 700 Pequot people. It's the actually the first incident that's cited as the first official mention of a Thanksgiving ceremony. I love how the first Thanksgiving, let's say, ceremony, they're celebrating the fact that they basically just murdered 700 people. Yeah. You know, thank the Lord, you know, for our wonderful feast. And yes, we just killed 700 people, but we don't care. But have a good feast. Like, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I don't understand that. Like, that's... It's crazy, but I mean, I guess it would be like, you know, not saying military, but like if you're going in a battle with somebody and, you know, you win that battle, you guys are celebrating. Right. They're obviously not. Well, no, what I'm saying is, is like, okay, I'm going to tell you this. Like, we don't, you might think that, you know, when you win battles, that's fine. But like, think about all the, you know, unfortunately, I hate saying it, but you think about casualties, you think about all this stuff. So like back then it's like, I mean, they, they clearly didn't care. They were just like, you know, thank you for the food that we were about to receive. I would only be guessing, but I would, I would you know, have to think that if they were, you know, like God-fearing people and they, they believed that God was leading them to do this, that's, that's why they were celebrating. I, Which, I get it, but it, it's, it's, it's controversy. I'm not, it, I'm not saying it's right. I mean, obviously, you know. It's a bunch of controversy. That's all I got to say. Yeah, definitely. And... There's a, a quote here from the United American Indians of New England. Interesting. So I'll I'll read this. Um, Thanksgiving Day is a Thanksgiving Day is a reminder of the genocide of millions of Native people, the theft of Native lands, and the relentless assault on Native culture. So they've marked an occasion as a day of mourning for 48 years, according to Native Hope. And participants in the National Day of Mourning honor Native ancestors and the struggles of Native peoples to survive today. It's a day of remembrance and spiritual connection, as well as the protest of racism and oppression, which Native Americans continue to experience. You know, when we think about Thanksgiving as a totally different perspective, and now you're hearing it from Native American, like, you know, eyes and perspective and everything else and the, like their experience and stuff. Yeah. It makes you want to not celebrate in that regard. It's, it's kind of a, you know, <laughs> and, and I'm sorry everybody for being the negative Nancy and bringing up this story, but I think it, it's a story that needs to be told. Like it, it's, it's just, we celebrate Christmas, you know, Christmas, Thanksgiving. <laughs> yes. Christmas. Yes. Like, you know, we focus on the pilgrims and Indians and them, you know, Again, singing Kumbaya and whatever. You know, harvesting food. And then we think of like, you know, it's all about turkey and stuffing and potatoes. And those are great things. I love them myself. Well, yeah, especially those turkey sandwiches. But yeah. But I think us bringing up this story is really to just let you guys know that there's another side to Thanksgiving that we should be more thankful of. Right. And I mean, don't. Okay. And I'm, I, I hate saying it like this too, but like, you know, when people talk about how things have happened hundreds of years ago and they start blaming people of like, oh, you're in, I'm like, 
I don't really know what my ancestors did. I'm not saying that I couldn't look that up, but I'm secondly, it's not the here and now, right? So like we were only trying to basically say, Hey, listen, like this happened, right? Yes, but and the just- only way to go forward from this is basically saying, Hey, just remember that, you know, we celebrate it in a way that we think is positive, but keep in mind that there are other perspectives that need to be said and heard because, you know, when you look at a Native American's perspective, I mean, unfortunately for them, it's not, you know, this, this grand story in this like, you know, yeah. unfortunately happy day. It's more of a remembrance of like, unfortunately it'd be like, and I really hate going here, but like nine eleven. Or something like that, like a, a day that we celebrate in, in mourning and grieving in in that regard, and so that is the I mean, same that, effect in what in that regard. That's, I mean, one hundred percent that that's like a a good comparison because we mourn nine eleven for for happening at you know how dare they do that to us, right? And so and like, that's exactly what Native Americans are saying. Here's like millions of Native American people were slaughtered and their their lands were taken over. Yep. And that's like it's basically like this is a a di- you know Thanksgiving day is a day of remembrance and mourning for them. Right. Um and and that's where it it's we understand like we can't go back in the past. We can't change any of this, but like it, right. you know at the end of the day it's more like hey like remember Maybe with Rick's portal gun we could. I mean, you're right if we could go <laughs> you know if we, <laughs> if we, that might, if we that could might, do that, yes, we could do that. I, that I might do a whole lot it. of wrong, though. But it, but really, it's like just again remembering what was happening, and then you know keep in mind. Yeah, so that, there is another quote, John. So oh, sorry. Let go me ahead. let me read this one because it, it it's speaking to what you're saying right now. Okay. Um. So Sean Sherman, he's the founder and CEO of the Sous Chef. Um. He says the thing is we do not need the poisonous pilgrims and Indians narrative. We do not need that illusion of past unity to actually unite people today. Instead, we can focus simply on values that apply to everybody, togetherness, generosity, and gratitude. And we can make the day about what everybody wants to talk about and think about anyway, the food. So people may not realize it, but what every person in this country shares and the very history of this nation has been in front of us the whole time. Most of our Thanksgiving recipes are made with indigenous foods like turkey, corn, beans, pumpkins, Maple, wild rice, and the like. And we should embrace this. Okay, fine. I will admit that's basically what I'm saying. Because really, at the end of the day, right? So, like, you know, I always think about about this like this, too. But, like, the melting pot. Right? You know how, like, people, you know, they'll bring in, like, different dishes from, like, all over the place. So, like, you know, for me, I would be like, hey, you know, this is actually how the right way of lasagna should be made. You know, I've seen some, I've yeah. seen some really horrible recipes, but like, here's a, here's the right way to do it. But like, I always loved when, um, I think it was like, I think it was Malaysia, somebody who would make like pancit or something like that. And their version, I would be like, Oh, that's amazing. You know, and like have the egg rolls, but like do these like different little things. But it's interesting because like when they're talking about how, you know, we have, you know, similar like recipes, you know, there's like different ways to cook, let's say the turkey, the corn, you know, beans, a oh, little buckets. bit of green bean casserole. Yeah. You know what I'm Ooh, saying? Boy. Like, but what, what I'm saying is, is like, there's so many different yeah, ways yeah. to cook yeah. all this. And like, you know, we, we all come from different backgrounds. We all come from different cultures in, in that, you know, regard. But like at the same time, I think in pretty much I can agree to this is like in every culture, there's always, 
there's always a way of finding togetherness. There's always finding a way of, you know, generosity, gratitude, being part of a family or just having like that, that social kind of connection during this time of the year, you know, just like Christmas. I mean, it's the same kind of concept, but just in this case, we're like, food, give me the food, you know, but it's true. But like, you know, we come together and we're like, Hey, you know what? Let's be grateful. Let's be, you know, generous as we can be. I mean, granted, we should be doing this all the time and not just one day a year, you know, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it should be, it should be all the time, but I think, you know, in his, in this quote, like togetherness, generosity and gratitude, you know, that should be what we focus on instead of like, you know, in schools doing like, you know, the, the little hand turkeys and the, oh, yeah. you know, you, you make the pilgrim hats and somebody makes like the Indian feathers for the, you know, we did that in schools. Oh, of course we did. I remember doing it. Yeah. I don't know if I was taught any of this in school. No, I, of course you weren't. Because like, if you look at all of history books, do you really think that every single piece of that was actually true? Some of it maybe, but not all of Some it. Some of it maybe. I think obviously a lot of it is made up. And when you see this, like, I certainly, and maybe I'm selfish, Sean. I, I don't know. I, I could be. but I guess we'll find out. I do like the to get like the togetherness and the you know being being grateful for like the things that I have and the life that I have and the people that are in my life. Oh, so like, but more importantly, wow, it doesn't even want to mention me. That's cool, but go ahead. I said the people in my life. You're no, included no, in well, that I didn't know, but thank you, I appreciate. But that. I think more importantly, when I think Thanksgiving, food. Wow, one hundred percent food. No, I, but, that, but that's yeah. what like I. If it was more about food and I could just make it at home, like that wouldn't be what I would like. Like I would prefer to go, you know, to my family's house or a friend's, you know, somebody's house to like break bread with and, you know, eat and have that discussion and, um, you know, do those things that togetherness, togetherness, you know. No, I'm not going there. <laughs> I was thinking of SpongeBob, but I'm not going there. But no, I mean, when you look at the the day, I think that's really the the most important part is is really the the grateful, the togetherness. You know, when I look at the word grateful, I mean that, I mean it really to me like Thanksgiving. That's what I think of all the time is grateful, being grateful, being together with people. You know, sharing, you know, different ideas of of you know what you're grateful for, right? So like that was kind of like the big yeah, thing yeah. that you know Thanksgiving kind of introduced. But I think as a whole. You know, when we look at, you know, this day, I mean, granted, you should be thinking about it all the time, but like it, it hopefully will, you know, kind of remind you of like saying, Hey, you know what, you know, I'm grateful for the life that I have, you know, I'm grateful for all these things that I, you know, have done, but maybe there's some other things that, you know, I'm waiting on being grateful for, you know, maybe different opportunities, different things that are going on. But, um, well, and this is like, uh, you know, being, being grateful is, is definitely an action. Well, yeah. There, there are a lot of people that, you know, either through trauma or mental health, whatever, like the holidays are just not, you know, something that they celebrate. And it's like, well, how can I be grateful when I have all this past? It's an action. Being grateful is, is an action that you just, you have to take. It's not like you get up and you have to breathe. You, You just naturally do it. Right. I mean, I don't know. I have a buddy that his son apparently um, was like, hey, dad, I'm breathing. And I'm like, well, that's good, son, because I'm glad you're breathing because that's a natural function. But go on. But yeah, I mean, like breathing is a, nat- is a natural thing. Like you do it naturally. You don't have to like breathe in, breathe out. 
You know, well, you don't have yeah. to think about it. It just it automatically happens. But that's not gratitude. Gratitude isn't that natural process that you automatically just do. It's an action. It causes you to have to do, you know, you have to be grateful. Even if it's right. forced, you should look at the things that you do have in your life. I mean, if you're breathing, you're still alive. So that's obviously one thing to be grateful for. Right. That you're alive. But you just have to look even the smallest thing. Like, I have this drink in front of me. Like, thank you, John, for giving me that drink. Like, Absolutely, man. And guess I what? You have be, a second one just in case you don't have the first I one. I would be completely dry without it. So, you know, you it's just the things that are in your life, you just have to be grateful. And the togetherness, you know, find somebody. I mean, he found me. So here we are talking about a podcast. Hey, I'm saying. You know, <laughs> there's well, 7 billion people on the planet. There is one for you. See, and look, I found Matt. He found me. Look at that. We're we're together. No, but, but what we're trying to say, guys, is like with Thanksgiving, you know, being basically actually next week, which would be this week. Sorry, this yeah. week. Yes. Um, you know, remember these these different you know concepts and everything. I mean, it shouldn't be just like a one done call it a day. Like it should be like an everyday thing. Like you know, we we talk about, or really not even talk about. I think more as a society, we talk about this. Like we. You know, we say, oh, this is important only one day a year. Like, no, it should be an every day. Yeah. We talk about yeah, it. I mean, we, we put up a big game. And, and the one thing, like when I was a counselor, the biggest thing I told people was to journal. And this is like the, the best way to, to be grateful, not just on one day, is, you know, grab a note, like a small notebook. And when you get something you're grateful for, write it down. And continue to do that because after about five pages, you'll have five pages of all the things that you're grateful for. And then hopefully it'll be 10 and 20 and you'll fill up that whole notebook and you can actually flip through and say like, these are all the things I'm grateful for. That's crazy. Well, and I'm also going to say this too, is like, you know, even if you, it's kind of like a model or like a mantra, like you should say like every day, it's like, you know, what am like, what is my purpose? Let's say for today or for the next week or for the like the next years or whatever right so like you can think about like the things that you are fighting for every day right or like why are you getting up in the morning why are you doing what you're doing every single morning and day and, and night and whatever right so like i can say yeah i'm fighting for my family you know i'm you know wanting to give my son a, be a better future so that way you know maybe one day he can take care of me in the nursing home or you know whatever the case is but like you know i want him to get a better life Right. And I want, you know, to be able to support my family. I want to be able to do all this. I can be like, you know, I love my dog. I want him to be like the happiest dog on the planet. You know, I could go on in days, you know, talking about all this, but like, you know, having that like motivation, right. Or that determination of like, you know, why am I grateful for what I am doing in this moment today? And even for, you know, however long I'm on this earth, you know, and that, you know, you have to think about like that kind of stuff, but guys, since we've been talking about Thanksgiving and all this, you know, we're grateful for you guys. We've always been grateful to be able to do this podcast. I mean, because Matt, Matt literally, like I said in the very beginning, when he randomly talked to me about like, hey, man, I think we should do a podcast. We've been talking about this for years. And I'm like, you're right. But how the hell are we going to do this? He's like, well, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, you're right. I said, well, we need equipment. So, of course, he had some stuff and then. I had to kind of finance some stuff, and then, you know, we kind of did this together, and then, like, here we are. We're already at, what, episode 38 now? This is 38, yes. You know, I mean, think about it, guys. I'm, ready. I'm just going to throw it out there. I mean, this is more in the future. 
one year will be, uh, well, technically it'll be the day after think, uh, Valentine's Day. Right. Which we'll be doing an anti-Valentine's Day. No, I'm just kidding. No, we, I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe. We, we we'll totally see. could. We could do an anti-Valentine's. Totally I think we should, actually. I think, you know, we're both married. Okay, so maybe we should do an anti-Valentine's Day just as a joke. <laughs> but, you know, the whole point, guys, is like, you know, we're supportive, you know, of you guys being and helping us in, in lots of different ways. You know, like I said, be, you know, emailing us, sharing, you know, the, you know, our podcast, like all these different things, like even the merch store, literally anything you guys do to help us. And hopefully in the long run that will help us, you know, achieve where we want to go. You I know. do have a I do have a little thing. Oh, um, hold on. Because bing, 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 bing. because I did just order new stickers. Ooh. So, John, what I am prepared to do, and obviously, I'd, you know, we're going to keep some for ourselves. Oh, so I don't have no, a no. Hold on a minute. Are you are you challenging? Is this like a challenge right now? It's actually not a challenge. It's actually just a good thing. Oh wow, um, he's doing a good deed. But okay. Like, you know, obviously, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a stack, and you're gonna have a stack. Oh okay. Yeah. But. If you are listening to our show and you are a regular listener, send us a message because I would love to just send you one. Okay. No, no cost, no nothing. Just here you go. Send, send us a message on our Facebook page and we will, you know, we'll get your address and we will, you know, I will physically mail those, mail those out. So I'm going to tell you guys this, our very first batch of stickers. Matt literally gave me a little bit of like, a, I think it was like five. I can't remember how exactly how many. They sent me 20. Was it 20? Okay. Yeah. So they gave me, oh, so he gave me 10. I'm going to tell you this. I gave. I don't think I even gave you 10. I think I gave you like five because I, I, had, I had a few and then I put a couple on the bottle. My wife put one on her Yeah, you, you had like 15. Okay. You had, you had too many. <laughs> I think you should have gave me 10. But Well, you gave yours away. Okay. Well, thank you for ruining the story. Thank you for being a party pooper. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, guys, is I was trying to be nice and I gave basically all of them away. I didn't even keep one for myself. And Matt was like, why did you do that? And I'm like. Because we're trying to promote our podcast, and at this point, I mean, I would love to have one, but I was trying to be nice and be like, hey, you know what? You get a sticker. You get a sticker. You get a sticker. You know, but what I'm trying to say is, is like, that's kind of the same thing what Matt's doing now is like being like, hey, you know, this time I'm going to tell you guys, I'm sorry, I'm going to have one. I'll probably have three stickers to myself because I, I would like to put them on certain things. But yes, everything else, I'll be like, here you go. Well, right now there's a hundred that, that are coming to my house. There's a hundred of them. Okay, well then, yes, I will make sure that everywhere that I in my home, I'll be like, you get a sticker, you get a. No, I'm kidding. But the, the whole point is, guys, is if you you reach out to us, you know, we'll be able to give you a sticker because you know what, this is just like I said, we're trying to be generous, we're trying to be grateful for you guys to be able to right. listen to us and and to be able to do what we you know are trying to achieve. All right, so yeah, send us a message on our Facebook page. Um, you can get there from the link tree that's in the description in Spotify. Or you can search for us on Facebook and it's a novel idea and you, you can find us there. You can send us a message, whether it's Instagram, whether it's from our website or on Facebook, just send us that message so that we know you're, you want a sticker and we will mail it out to you. If you're 100% local, we can just hand one right to you. Within reason, I mean, depending on. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not driving to Wolfboro to give you a sticker, but <laughs> right. If you live like in Manchester or Nashua, like in those areas, like 
or conquered. I'm going to throw that out there. I mean, depending on where you're at, you know, I don't mind doing that. But like I said, if you're living yeah. way up north and you're you living, you can just like send us a message, and there. we can easily just throw it in an envelope and and mail it out to you. Um, or just like Santa, we, you know, we just drop it on your doorstep and walk away. <laughs> you know, we definitely want to just do this. Like, it wasn't like, hey, we want to charge you for you know a sticker. No, we want to just give some away, and that's you know. That's just the way it is. Trying to give back and be thankful and, and grateful. Right. And so think of it as like an early Thanksgiving Christmas gift. <laughs> because that's basically the best way I could put it. But so, that's it, John. I think that's uh Oh, that's it. That's a wrap. Okay. I think this one's a wrap. So I'll say this, guys. As always, we appreciate everything you guys do. But until next time, stay geeky. geeky.